And we're back. OMG. How? Well, yep. I don't even know what to say right now. I think this is going to be the sixth episode of the Pursuit of Happiness. I am your host, Jackson Dale Knope, if you're curious. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody that's returning as a listener. Uh, my guest today is a friend of mine, my very first friend here at UIS. Her name is Melanie Sipinski. Uh, you're probably going to get to know her pretty well as soon as she comes back in for the interview. I'm just having a little bit of an inner monologue before she comes back. I will say some defining things about her is she's a nice girl. She is shy, so most people don't really get to know her too well until they actually try to get to know her. Um, she is originally from Yorkville, Illinois, I do believe, and she is a student here at UIS, but she is returning after this semester to go back home to Yorkville. I think she's going to Aurora University. So that all being said, I will say a couple things here that will be an overlaying message of the podcast, I do believe. Uh, she, she was shy whenever she first met me, but now we've become really good friends, and I'm grateful. So the big thing that I'm going to try to push out for you guys from my perspective is that even though people seem standoffish at first or they're shy or they're quiet, doesn't mean that they don't have much personality or don't want to talk to you. Because sometimes maybe that does mean that. But also you never know what will happen if you actually talk to somebody and try to be friends with them. Because if I didn't get to know Melanie, I probably would have missed out on a good friend. So that all being said, I do want everybody to understand that you never know who you're going to be friends with and what people are like until you actually talk to them and understand them. So that's the serious inner monologue with Jackson Dale Canope. Uh, we're going to start up as soon as she gets back. We'll see you then. Yeah, when do you think I'm going to start this thing? Well, you saying that probably just has got to show you that's already started. That's a bummer. Well, uh, what, do you think I actually started? Yeah. Okay, then it's time. All right, you, you going to do it with me? Yeah. Um, go, not three, okay? One, two, three, go. Okay, there you go. It's not. Yeah, cheers. Bro. Cheers. Hell yeah, man. I got to pour mine in a cup because I'm pretentious. So fancy, yeah. So, what are you thinking? You said you're nervous. Yeah, I'm nervous. What are you nervous about? I think I'm just nervous, like, if I fuck something up, like... No, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. This is out there for everybody to see. Yeah, it's going to be out there as long as I have a SoundCloud page, probably. So, <laughs> a long time. But... Try I was, my best. I don't think you have anything to worry about. We're people. We know each other. We're friends. There's nothing yeah. to be scared of. Unless I'm going to ask you your deepest, darkest secret, and then that probably would be kind of a killjoy. Uh, I'll, I'll lay out some ground rules for you, okay? You can ask me any questions, like anything. I'll ask you some questions that I didn't. I, I softballed this episode to you. I hope you know that. Like, I didn't tell anybody else what I was going to ask them. But I was a kind, so special. I'm a kind person. Well, that's a lie. I told Alex I was going to ask about his love life because yeah, he's an enigma. He's an asexual enigma. <laughs> you, you remember Alex? Tall white Alex. Alex. Handsome man. Alex from Aurora. Yeah, he's a kind man. All right. So, first things first, this is the Pursuit of Happiness podcast. You're going to have to tell me what you're pursuing to make you happy and what makes you happy. So, yep, it's, you're up to bat. I softballed a question to you. Hit me with it, Melanie. Um, so, like, what I'm currently doing to make me happy or, like, just what makes me happy in general? Uno momento. Scoot up a little closer to the microphone. All right. Try it now. Say something. Go ahead. Are you starting already? No. 
we started. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was asking you a question. Oh, what'd you ask me? I, w- I was asking you, like, just to say stuff that makes me happy. Or... Um, like, what do you want to do? Yeah, well, how about that? What makes you happy, and then what do you think you want to do to make you happy? How's that sound? Sound okay. fair? Yeah. All right. So I think something that makes me the most happy is making other people happy. Oh. Which, in a way, I feel like we're very similar in that sense. Yes. But I'm obviously a shy person at first, but I feel like... Once I get to know people, I'm, like, the crazy friend, and, like, I just love making all my friends laugh, and, you know, even if that means, like, doing dumb stuff just so they'll get a good laugh out of it, it's kind of worth it to me. I like that. I respect it. But, um, yeah, I feel like my friends make me happy. My family makes me happy. I'm, like, stuttering. No, you're fine. It's all good in the hood. Um, Your friends and family make you happy. Yeah. That's a wholesome answer. <laughs> um, dancing makes me happy. Right. Singing makes me happy. Elaborate on the dancing part because apparently you're really good at dancing. Um, well, I, I started dancing when I was four, and I've always just danced since then, and it's kind of been my escape from everything. Okay, you know? makes sense. You said you could have gone out to California if you wanted to. Yeah, um, my eighth grade year... Um, I was in like a dance company mm-hmm. and everybody like got asked or like had the chance to go and I didn't want to but do you regret that decision no I feel like everything happens for a reason so I feel like my life wouldn't be as good as it is now makes sense if makes I sense. went there you know yeah so that whole everything happens for a reason thing let's talk mm-hmm. about your religious background because this is interesting <laughs> All right, I think we're back. Six minutes in and I asked the wrong question. Big sad. Okay. There's a little bit of a jump cut, but hopefully that's not too noticeable. All right, Melanie, tell me about being Catholic. Why are you so hardcore Catholic? (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't really say I'm hardcore Catholic. Okay, okay. But I do, I guess, have a religious tattoo. It says faith. Yep. Um, And I feel like that's just important to always keep your faith you know Mm -hmm. obviously there's stuff in life that brings you down and I don't know it's just like a nice reminder you know but yeah I was raised Catholic so are you still religious in college um I try to be yeah it's kind of hard with like everything going on everybody's sinning yeah Yeah. (laughs) so many so many sins around me Mm -hmm. like so but for the most part your beliefs haven't changed like being in college. Mm-mm. I feel like that happens for a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. But you're staying on the straight and narrow, and Jesus would be proud. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. <laughs> All right. So now this is the portion because I can't ask you about that other thing. <laughs> what, what was your first impression whenever we met each other? Um, well, Jackson was my first friend at UIS, and um, we were in a room, and uh-huh. he came up to me and asked me about my tattoos and what they meant. Yeah, I have a way about me. And at first I was like, who is this boy? Like, you know, being from, like, the north, like, uh-huh. he's a very southern folk, like, come up, introduce himself, <laughs> ask you questions, <laughs> and you're like, who does this boy think he is at first, you know, because I'm not really used to that. But now that I've grown to know Jackson as a person, we have a very good friendship, and... 
I like his southernality. My southernality. I don't know if that's even a My word. My southern personality. I'll take that. Yeah, those two combined. Usually I feel like people just think I'm a country bumpkin up here. Like they think I'm kind of dumb. But, oh, I don't think you're dumb at all. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. By the way, you got a 32 on your ACT. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what can I can I not ask about that? <laughs> Come on, you can be smart. You're allowed to be smart. You really, you're not going to talk to me now. I did take the ACT. Yes. Yes, and you got a 32. Yes. I took the ACT. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and okay, for a reference, I got a 27. Uh-oh. No, I just went out. Big sad. All right, keep talking, Melanie. I'll fix this. Um, Say something. Talk to the audience. My full name is Melanie Rospinski, so. Uh, Shiza. Okay, this just got really bright. Ladies and gentlemen of the Pursuit of Happiness podcast, I am not an electrical engineer. I'm more of a talker. If you guys can hear me, I love you all. Anyway, and we're back. Okay. Round three. Round three. I did not stop recording that staying oh. in there. Yeah. Well. So, what's well, a good question to ask you? What's on your mind? What are you thinking about being here at UIS? Um. You don't like it. UIS is definitely not my favorite place ever. Yeah. That's for sure. You're originally going to go to Tennessee, some university in Tennessee. University of Tennessee. Decided to come here. And now you're thinking about going to Aurora. Mm-hmm. Well, it's more or less most definitely sure that you're going to Aurora now. Mm-hmm. And from my perspective, even though it's sad to see you go, it sounds like you'll be a lot happier out there. You're going to be with your boyfriend, Dylan, your family, and your friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you been talking to Dylan about coming back a lot lately? Yeah, well, um, I almost... <laughs> I go home almost every weekend. Yes, you do. Jackson takes me to the train station, and he stays there so I don't get kidnapped or anything. Yeah, I'm a good guy last time I checked. It's kind of shady there, so 10 out of 10 don't recommend going. Train stations seem kind of shady now that I've actually been to them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jackson's never been on a train before, so he got to see me get on one, though. Yeah, I've never been on a real train, which is now I feel kind of depressing, but also it's like it is what it is. Like, is it, like, clean on trains, or is it kind of dirty on trains? It depends. I don't think they clean them very frequently, but... I see. Like, is Amtrak bad? Out of five stars, what would you give them? Mm, two. Really? Yeah. That's depressing. Have you been on a luxurious train before that you'd give five stars? Not really. So, for I just train can't give standards... Them, I can't give them a one because they still get me to where I'm trying to go. I got you. But... <laughs> Well, I guess it's better than, like, an Uber, like, riding around a car for six hours. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, how long... By the way, I didn't even reference Dylan until I just said he's your boyfriend. He's uh, from the North as well. You guys went to the same high school. Mm-hmm. How long have you guys been dating? Um, we've been dating for... We've been dating for eight months, but we were talking a while before then. But that's when I still thought I was going to Tennessee. I got you. So then we didn't start dating until I... Knew I was going to stay in Illinois. All right. For reference, uh, he is an attractive young man that looks like Hugh Jackman. So. He does look like Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Wolverine, she, if you guys don't know who that is. Yes. Just look up handsome British guy. <laughs> and then you'll. Now nah, he's Australian, handsome Australian. Um, but yeah, I, he seems like a really cool guy. I was surprised how cool he was over yeah. the FaceTime. Like, 
you said something about how some people think he's just going to be mean whenever they first meet him. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you think that is? Just because he's so swole? Or what is it? Um, well, he's always played football, so I okay. feel like the stereotype that usually comes off playing football is they're douchebags. Yes. And he also played quarterback in high school, Ooh. so that's like major douchebag. <laughs> he was number one or whatever. But... <laughs> I know he's going to watch this, but... Um, and you're a cheerleader, correct? I was palms. It's pr- it's pretty much the okay. same thing, but yeah, so... We had a similar thing in my high school. Mm-hmm. We had the Devil Dazzlers. I was a Foxette. Oh, a Foxette. Yeah. Man, it's getting, like, real technical names here. It's true. Like, was it that much better than being a cheerleader? Duh. Okay. okay. I was on it, so come on. Okay, I got to <laughs> get my shit together, apparently. Yeah, come on, Jackson. So, talk about high school. What do you think about high school? Um, high school, definitely not my favorite experience that I've had this far, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. I, I had, like, a, a lot of rough things happen to me in high school, to say the least. Yeah. And I feel like the only way to, like, look on my past and not, like, dwell over it is just to know that, like, God only gives you as much as you can handle. You know what I mean? I so like if that. he didn't think I could handle it, then he wouldn't have given me all these things to fight against or, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how to word it, but... No, like, you can only handle what you handle, and you wouldn't get more than what you can handle. Right, so... Communications major. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, like, compared to high school, do you like UIS better, I would hope? Like, a little bit, maybe? No, never. Forget I asked. I I I enjoy school. I've always enjoyed school, so I I like the whole school aspect. Mm-hmm. And as I was talking yesterday, I've really been trying to make as many friends as I know I could, just mm-hmm. because I know I'm going home. So, um, like you said yesterday, like it's kind of I feel like it might be like pointless for me to try and make um, more friends. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if I wasn't, it's only a couple hours from home, but I still feel like I'm so far away. Yeah, I get it. So I feel like if this campus was like an hour away from my house, I would love it. You know really? what I mean? Yeah. Damn. So I just feel like it's just like a little too far from my family and like my friends and everything like that. But Like why do you think the biggest reason is you're going home? Is it the family, the friends, Dylan? Like, is it all three mixed together? Um, or do you just, like, miss having those people around you? Is that what it is? I think I was kind of, like, bringing this up yesterday. One, I do not like living in a dorm at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's very depressing, and I am, like, very independent, so I like my own space. And just, like, like your dorm is really all you have here. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only place that you can yeah. technically call yours. So I don't really like that whole aspect, and um, I'm I'm really close with my family, and as you know, I have two nephews, and I don't really get to see them yeah. being here, and obviously, like, my grandparents and stuff, and so I feel like I just feel so, I don't know, like, far away from my family, and I just want to be able to be there whenever they're doing stuff, and... Yeah. That makes sense. You think Dave and Donna are going to listen to this? 
I hope so. Yeah. Shout out to Donna because I know she probably will. Thank you for the Starbucks gift card, by the way. I'm very <laughs> appreciative. Let's buy me some vanilla bean frappes. Um, Frappuccinos. Frappuccinos. What is frappes? Is that McDonald's? That's McDonald's. Oh, yeah. man, I am white trash. Big sad. <laughs> Frappuccinos. I've been telling the, <laughs> I've been telling the baristas frappes for the past like three days. That's that explains why they look at me like, oh, what yeah. a sad boy. They're like, who's this? <laughs> okay, this is. I'm trying to think here. Dave and Donna, are so how far away are you gonna live away from your family? What? So you're going back to, you're gonna live in Aurora, correct? Mm-hmm. You're going to Aurora University. Yeah. And how far away is that from home? Well, I live in Yorkville, so it's 40 minutes at most. Okay. Yeah. And you're going to try to rent an apartment with your friends up there, from my understanding? Yeah, so I have a friend named Grace. I don't know if she's going to watch this, but her name's Grace Lake. (laughs) Tell her I said hello. Grace, hello. (laughs) Um, We're going to get an apartment together. Just the two of you? Yeah. I got you. So I'm going to be working probably like two jobs if I can pay for that. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. where do you think you'd work? On campus? Like, is it a decent-sized university? Um, it's like a little bigger than this. Really? Yeah, so it's not like a, a drastic change, but um, no, I'll probably just work at like a restaurant or like a breakfast place. I, I want to be a waitress. waitress. So you can make tips? Yeah. I got you. Makes so, sense. Yeah. The waitress at my local eating establishment called Jack's Meat Mark and Deli, 618-565-5063. Oh, my goodness. I say that every time I bring it up, but I got to. She makes at least $100 a day. Really? She, like 100 to 200 but it's never below 100 usually unless it's just like a shitty day. But obviously you make money and it's tax-free. Mm-hmm. So if you can be a waiter slash waitress, I would highly suggest it. Like, if I have the opportunity, I think I'll be a bartender. Yeah. Just because I got the looks, I got the charm. Ergo, I just need to serve the drinks. <laughs> Ergo, it'll be a good time. And plus, my dad says I should do it. But I have this job now on campus that I really like, so it's kind of like, we'll see how it works. Yeah. But we'll see. Still got a couple years so you can be a bartender anyways. Yeah, I think I have to be 21. You do. That is lame. <laughs> like, why can't you be 19? I don't drink. At least I'm a good Christian boy. I try to be. Whenever you first met me, did I seem like a prick to you? No. Okay, good. Did I give off that good Christian boy vibe? Well, I definitely knew that you were very innocent when I met you. Oh, really? <laughs> Not even, like, that way, you know what I mean? But just, like, I don't know. I was, I was harmless. Was that what you are trying yeah. to get at? Yeah, yeah. Man, I, I either give off, like, a fuckboy vibe or I'm harmless, one or the other. Really? I'm sorry to my mother for swearing on my podcast. But he doesn't yeah. mean it. I, I try to be a good person. That's just the terminology these people use. Yeah. But yeah, I was talking to Elena, and I was one of the cool kids, apparently. Mm. I'm, I, don't cool get me wrong. Kids. The cool kids. <laughs> I respect the cool kids here on campus, but I'm, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, Shiza. I'm, are you okay with me just turning the lights on completely? Yeah, I don't care. All right. Melanie's talking while I do this. You keep telling me this, but I don't really know what to say. You're the one asking all the questions. You can ask me questions. What are you dying to know about me? Mm. What's my favorite color? Blue. You called it. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, as you can tell from my microphone, it's blue. My car is blue. My car is blue. My shirt's currently blue. Yes, it is. 
I, wow. My backpack is also blue. A lot of my possessions are blue. Shoes are blue. Yes, okay. We're proving a point right now. Um, I'm trying to think, Melanie. So, all right. Here's a good question for you. I was asking Elena a similar question, but it was about relationships and what girls expect from guys and guys expect from girls. Okay. I like to ask this question because I'm currently single, and I, I like to get a vibe for how people feel about other people. He's ready to mingle. I, yes, I am, believe it or not. I, I'm a good person. I like long walks on the beach, <laughs> Rob Lowe's eyes, and um, yeah. But anyway, like, do you think girls have lower expectations than guys do whenever they enter a relationship? That's a hard question. I, I know. I feel like it kind of... Depends on the person. On, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I got you. Like, hmm. in your past relationships, did you have low expectations or high expectations? Um. Well, de definitely like the kind of people I used to date, it was low expectations. Just There's, there's always red flags. You know, yeah. and you usually see them starting the relationship, but you're just so happy that you're starting a relationship that I feel like you just ignore them. And so in that way, I can say I feel like I kind of had low expectations. Yeah. So what was different about Dylan? How did you guys meet? Um, we actually... We actually talked a little bit. My freshman year was his sophomore year. Mm -hmm. And... We were, we were pretty much just friends, and then we didn't really talk throughout high school. We were always with someone else or something along those lines. Wrong time. Yeah, pretty much just the wrong time. And then <laughs> um, I posted a picture on my Snapchat story, and he had, like, he's going to be so mad at me for sending this. He had, like, slid up and was like, Hey, like, cause I was at a party and he was like, Hey, instead of partying by yourself, cause I just posted like a selfie type of thing. And he was like, Hey, instead of partying by yourself, like, why don't you come to my house and party? Oh, and that was like how we started talking. So it was around like last Christmas. And I mean, it was, it really wasn't awkward cause we had like already knew each other and he's like goofy anyways. So. I gotcha. But yeah, that's like how we, we went on our first date to the movies. And it's been history since. Yeah. Uh-oh. Hopefully nobody tries to raid this place. Anyway. So how long have you guys been dating, you said? Like eight months. I gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm trying to think. Um, Melanie asked me a question. Um, why do you think you've never been in a relationship? Ooh. Strong question. Yeah, ooh, since that, we're on the topic. Man, that is a ooh, Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Needless to say, I haven't tried. I've tried really hard. And it's probably just been for the wrong people. Mm -hmm. um, like in high school, it was just I was never like the type that people wanted. I was a goody two-shoes, and also I was like Chunky Jackson for like the first two years. And then like the second two years, it was just I was already established as my own person. I've always been kind of a social butterfly, if you couldn't tell. And um, it's just, it's always really hard for me to, I guess, find somebody just because everybody was so different. And I think people realized that I was different. I'm not trying to, like, bag on anybody at my high school. But, right. like, I think we all had different expectations. And a lot of people, for some reason, they weren't interested in being romantic with somebody, whether it was just, like, 
not their type of person that they saw themselves with or that they just didn't feel like they were ready for the commitment. Or it was just like they wanted to goof off a little too much. And I'm not talking about goof off like just be silly. (laughs) I'm talking about goof off in another way. But I don't know. It makes me sad sometimes, and obviously I feel lonely at points, but... It's, I've been told that it's an endearing quality that I'm still a virgin and I haven't done too much because it makes me look more quote-unquote pure. <laughs> but that being said, it just kind of depends on my perspective at times. Like, whenever I'm lonely, it sucks, but whenever I'm feeling good, it's like I have opportunity and that just hasn't happened for me yet. Do you think that you'll start dating someone at UIS? Ah, that's a good question. I made a solid attempt the first week. Yep, I remember hearing about that. Yep, we, we've talked about that in depth. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Like, Obviously, I think girls are pretty here, and some of them are nice to me. Some of them are just kind of meh. But nobody's really jumped out of me yet. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a lie. But nobody <laughs> has, like, the girls that I think are the ones I want to be talking to lately don't seem like they're focused on having a real relationship. Yeah. And I think that's just because a lot of us haven't grown up as freshmen. Yeah. Like, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, from what I've seen, I feel like when people go away to college, that's when they, like, break up with whoever they were dating at home, and, like, that's when they kind of, like, wild out, I guess, to say the least. But... Yeah, I was talking to my mentor last night, and he's a sophomore here, and he said... I said, made a joke about cuffing season, and they started talking about how this is breakup season. Like, all these people are leaving each other. Mm-hmm. And I've seen plenty of people break up or talk about breaking up or however it works. And to an extent, if you're thinking about doing it, I usually think that's probably the best thing to do because it shouldn't cross your mind unless you actually wanted to. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, there's some exceptions, but still, like, if you love somebody enough, you're never going to take the thought seriously. Exactly. I mean... Obviously, like, me being in a relationship and it being, like, long distance, obviously, like, you're going to get into fights. Like, that's pretty normal. And, like, you're going to, I don't know, like, obviously it's not easy. But I feel like, I mean, if you if you want to be with the person, you're not going to make an excuse not to be, you mm-hmm. know. I think it's hard just because, from my perspective, like I said, we're all too young. It's not like we're too young to love people, but we're not grown up enough to realize that there's more than just getting trashed or there's more than just, like, goofing off. And don't get me wrong, I'm a pretty silly person when it comes straight down to it. But Mm -hmm. anymore, I think a lot of us are still in that high school mentality where we got to be cool rather than we got to be ourselves. Right. And that's just the way it is. People will grow up. I feel (laughs) the more secure they get into who they are, the better it'll be. But I think a lot of people are looking to have that high school support group that they had in college. And to be fair, I think everybody needs a support group. Yeah. Like, to be fair, I, you can even argue that I do, even as a, much of a loner as I am. Like, I still need friends. I need to have friends like you, Ansel, Yelena, Luigi, Ender. I'm missing someone. Oh, shit. My, I usually have a top six. Alex. Alex. Yeah. I'm about to ask him if he wants to room with me next semester, or next year, I mean. I'm, I'm trying to get a suite in, like, the townhouses. Oh, because I was going to say, I said, you can't leave Ender like no, that. No, I'm, I'm not going to ditch Ender. I've already asked him. I've already asked Ansel. I just got to put my hooks into Alex before anybody else gets them, but that's if he wants to do it. Yeah. 
But yeah, that's just, and I think a reason why you might want to go home is because the people that you love are at home. I think so too. And it's it's different because I think you have friends that you're closer with and you obviously have Dylan who you care a lot about Mm -hmm. and he cares about you obviously Mm -hmm. and you have your parents yeah the majority of my friends left like my closest friends are in Edwardsville one's going to the Marines on the 21st whenever that is that's my friend Blake that was the one I interviewed at home some of them are already in the military some of them are off to college but the only thing that's there is my parents yeah. And I love my parents dearly, but they wanted me to leave too. Mm. And the thought of going back there is just not an appealing thought. Yeah, from what you told me, I feel like it like you're better going somewhere else. Yeah. And I'm thinking about getting a summer job here and being an orientation leader, which even as obnoxious as I thought it was, I think I'd be good at it. <laughs> but we'll I see. I'll give it too. Thank you. So I'm trying to think. You're going to be moving to Aurora next semester. Yeah. Right, you're majoring in criminology. Yeah, criminal justice. Criminal justice. Explain to me on why God's green earth you'd want to do that. Other than crime shows, because that's not an acceptable answer. <laughs> yeah, definitely not crime. Whoa, sorry. Don't do that. I'm just screwing with you. I just banged my knee on the table, so sorry if that just... Yeah, we just ruined the Made recording. some of you guys deaf, yeah. but... <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm majoring in criminal justice. It's been something the lights Big again. Sad. Okay. Uh, keep talking. Criminal Anyways, justice. Um, it's been something I've always been interested in for a couple years, ever since my freshman year of high school. It's kind of been what I wanted to do. But I've always wanted to go into the forensic side of it. So Forensics. You wanna be like science. a detective or something? Yeah. Like, come in, somebody's dead, and he's like, I know what happened to him. Mm-hmm. Be like Sherlock Holmes, except with technology. Yeah, so I either want to do, like, forensic science, so, like, looking at their bodies after they're dead, like, finding out, like, the cause of death and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Or my dream job would be to be, like, a homicide detective. Mm. But you have to be a cop first, and if you look at me, I'm clearly not Mm-mm. in any shape to be a cop. I'm like a hundred pound, five foot three. Like if someone came at me, I'm you're not for. intimidating, sadly. Yeah, so that's the only standoff thing of that is you have to be a cop first, in most cases, at least. Yeah. So you think? Is there any possible way that she can be a police officer without, like, having to walk the beat and, like, ride around in a cop car and actually have to do stuff? I was thinking I would, like, move to, like, the littlest town ever. Yeah. Like, population of five. And, like... Yeah. That actually is probably the best bet if you actually have to be a cop. I know. That's what I was thinking. Like, just move to, like, someplace no one's ever heard of Mm -hmm. and nothing really happens and I'll probably be fine. I just got a bumble match, I think, TPH. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's why I turned that over and didn't want to get distracted. Sometimes when I'm bored, I go on Jackson's Tinder account and swipe for him. Yeah, she swipes indiscriminately, meaning, like, she doesn't even make an attempt to find my type. She just swipes right on all of them. Had some awkward conversations because of her. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks. What are her friends for, am I right? Yeah, exactly. I told you about the young lady that uh, asked if I was DTF. Yeah. yeah, like the Tinder game has been slow lately. 
I think it's probably because it's cuffing season and people are meeting people like in, in IRL. But that's just the way it be sometimes. At least you don't have to explain to people that you and Dylan met on Tinder. Yeah, I've never owned a Tinder, so. You can be proud of that fact. Like, needless to say, I can't say that, but. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm a bad person on there. Like, sometimes I get a little shallow, mm-hmm. but I like to think I'm just picky. But, like, even though I, I probably shouldn't be, but I feel like I have the right to be picky. I mean, I feel like picky's an okay thing. Yeah, gotta pick my battles. Majoring in criminology. And are you doing anything else with it? Like, if you can't do that, if you can't be a homicide detective, have you thought about doing anything else? I thought about, like, being, like, a forensic computer analysis and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, FBI is, like, top, top, top of the game. Like, that's more of, like, a dream. But I don't know. Have you never thought about doing dancing again? No. That's just, like, a part of the past? Yeah, I mean, I miss it, and, like, sometimes when I'm home, I'll, like, dance a little. And I mean, I wouldn't mind taking classes again, but I don't really see it as a career. Yeah, but, like, a hobby? Do you think you might? Maybe when I move home, I'll start taking classes again, but who knows? Do you feel like you have free time here, whenever you're here? Do I feel like I have free time here? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Really? Yeah. I feel like I'm doing homework all the time. Really? Or playing Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> We're, we're getting better at that. Yeah. So, like, what what's the worst class here then? If you all you you don't think you have any free time? Okay, not. Okay. I have some free time, but I feel like for most of the time I'm I'm busy usually. Do you feel like you're just stressed out all the time? Yeah, I feel like college is pretty stressful. Yeah, I think it can be. Mm-hmm. Like, it gets to me sometimes. Yeah. Like, I was having an off day, like, two days ago, I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, I bounced back. I don't think, I don't know. It's hard to feel good about your schoolwork when you're stressed about other stuff. Yeah. Which makes it a lot harder. Mm-hmm. And I think you're about ready to go home. Or is that just me? What do you mean you feel like I'm about ready to go home? Like, I think you're excited to be able to say that you moved home. Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> Now, it's your mother's birthday this weekend, isn't it? Yep, Sunday. Tell her I said happy birthday, or she could just say happy birthday, Donna. <laughs> Tell her to listen to this. Send her a link. I will. SoundCloud username Jackson Canope. SoundCloud.com slash Jackson Canope is the podcast. So what are you thinking about podcasts so far? Are you going to be on any others? If you want me to. Hey, you never know. I thought I messed this one up terribly. No, I think you're doing fine. Like, I don't even know how far we are into this thing. Did you pause it? Mm-mm. Oh. <laughs> the screen went black. We're 35 minutes into it. I'm trying to think. This is actually getting kind of short. Is it because I'm not asking good enough questions? Maybe. I don't know. Really? Man, I feel like I'm, like, throwing softballs. Ah, big sad. I, I don't. I didn't bring my A game today. What do you think about Diet Coke? Tell me about that. Well, my favorite drink is Coke. And so I guess this is like the closest thing to it. All right, and your second is like Dr Pepper, right? Yeah. Man, I didn't remember that. If you ever want to give me a present, guys, Diet Coke's the thing. I bought Ender Lacroix. I bought him six packs of Lacroix for his birthday last night. He did. I saw it. I, I, I'm a good roommate. Last night, even though don't drink Lacroix, everyone. Oh yeah. 
Like, whenever you told me about that, I thought it was just because it wasn't technically natural flavors, but there's actually something wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Did you look it up? No, I didn't. Did I tell you I was going to look it up? Because if I did, I lied to you. <laughs> yeah. LaCroix. It says that there's stuff in it that's in, like, beetle juice repellent sprayer. I don't really know. I, I could be getting that wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what it said. Does LaCroix make you gain weight? That's not what I'm asking. LaCroix... Is LaCroix bad for you? Does that sound like a reasonable question? Is LaCroix healthy? Oh my goodness. That, did that say? That, that whole cockroach insecticide ingredient LaCroix lawsuit shouldn't bother you. Yeah. <laughs> really? That's interesting. Cockroach. That's what I meant. Did I say beetle? Yes. I think beetles are cockroaches. Or cockroaches are beetles. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not majoring in insects. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I'm slightly disappointed in the amount of like choices you have for majors here at UIS. I feel like there should be more, but also we're just a small university. Yeah, that's true. So like for what it is, I think it's pretty good. I'm happy that I changed my major from political science to communications. I feel like I would have like hung myself if I stayed in political science. That is not literally though, guys. No, I, I, I'm I'm hanging in there pretty good. Okay, that was the wrong pun to use. I'm I'm doing really. I, I feel good, guys. Last time I checked. But yeah, politics is a bad time to be. I feel like people are just too divided right now. Yeah, I've never really, I've never really been in politics much, but. I don't blame you. It's getting worse and worse every day. I just try and stay away from it. Yeah. So what's the biggest problem with society right now? <laughs> I think this might be the last question because this might be the longest. And this is the most like oddball question I'll ever ask anybody. Because this of course you would only ask me to. Okay. Well, to be fair, like whenever I think about podcasts, especially this one, like who's gonna listen to a college student talk about his feelings? Like I feel like I'm goofy whenever I do this, but also I guess people are listening and. The, my friends, I guess, are the ones that are doing the majority of the listening. And so, obviously, there's going to be some of your friends that listen to this if you post it on something. I'm going to post it on my stuff, obviously. Mm-hmm. By the way, we have to take a picture afterwards. But, um, yeah, it's a weird thing to think that other people are listening to my thoughts as I put them in a microphone and as I upload them. Mm-hmm. Okay, follow me. I know you're just staring at me right now, but I'm, I'm going to go. Listening. Okay. But there's an influx of podcasts and everybody putting out their ideas. You dig? And the idea that people think my ideas are interesting enough to listen to, like, I feel like some of them are just doing it as a courtesy. But also I feel like if I can actually put out my ideas and talk to people that are interesting enough to listen to it, I feel like it helps. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've talked to people that have YouTube channels and podcasts and knickknack stuff like that. And I wonder who's listening to them yeah is somebody coming in no oh okay that'd be kind of whack but then again who would listen to me but I'm in that kind of limbo state of what's important to people why some people listen to me why some people don't why some people listen to random people that are doing goofy shit yeah like um this this isn't a good example because I actually listen to their podcast, but there's guys that do a podcast in our wing called Dorm Room Politics. Shout out to them. Like, it's actually kind of interesting if mm-hmm. you're into politics at all. Yeah. And apparently they've been blowing up lately, so knock on wood for them. But it's weird to think that you're putting out ideas that other people listen to. Right, yeah. Now that I went off on that tangent, tell me about society. 
Okay, well, I'm not even going to bring up the whole Trump thing because, okay. first of all, I don't I don't watch enough of any of that to give anyone a, like intelligent answer. Like, I just am not, I don't have a very big background on stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But if I was going to say, in my world, what I think is wrong with society, I, I think that I would probably just say just how every, like, People view other people, mm-hmm. I feel like, is one of the biggest problems that we have. Um, like we judge too quickly, is that what you mean? Yeah. And I just feel like it's not necessary. I've always been, like, a person, like, do whatever you want that makes you happy. Like, I'm not a very judgmental person, I don't think. I don't know if you think I am. I don't think so. But I don't know. I, I just feel like... If you do what makes you happy and that's what you want to wear and, like, who cares what other people have to say about it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I just think people are, are too quick to judge but then get hurt when others judge them like they didn't just judge another person, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like, personally, like, in the college world, that's... Why are you laughing at me? I'm not laughing at you. Like, I want you to listen to the beginning of this podcast later. Like my monologue, but keep going. Okay, well, <laughs> you threw me off. I don't know. I, I'm kind of like just going on, but no. Like I think you made a very intelligent point, and I agree with it. I feel like people judge too often and never get to know the people that they should know. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like now our our world is based more off hate than love. You know. I can see why you say that, and sometimes I think you're right, but also. I think it's up to people that are willing to spread the love to spread the love. Yeah, for sure. I think as long as we make an, a, a decent attempt to do it, I think we'll be okay. Man, we just got deep, didn't we? Yeah. Do you, did you? How, how did you feel about that? Were you okay with that? Yeah, I don't, I don't care if we get we get a deep questions. Okay. All right, I'm I'm struggling to think of good questions right now, Melanie. Do you have anything you want to talk about? Anything on your mind? Well, today is National Mental Health Day, if you've read that. I have not. I saw it on Snapchat, though. Yeah. That's how we found out. Or did you actually know about that already? I think I went on Google today and it said something about it when I was trying to type a paper. But, I mean, that could be a conversation we can have. (laughs) Not about mine personally, but just in general. No, I gotcha. Um... Yeah, I think you want to make this the last question. Sure. I feel like I'm I'm starting to beat you up now. All right. Well, I can tell you everybody, in my personal opinion, is going to have certain valleys in their life that seem like not able to climb, and some of them have more than one. Some of them, some people are just going to have a life where it's going to seem like a never-ending struggle and almost everybody's life is going to be like that I think mm-hmm. just because if it was easy it wouldn't be life right and I think it's most important to try to, I was talking to my English teacher one time and his name's uh, Mr. White Jeff White he's one of the greatest people I've ever met but he we've had a conversation and we talked about how you don't really grow on the peaks of your life you grow in the valleys and you gotta learn how to cherish the peaks but also grow through the bad stuff. And I think even whenever 
you're experiencing bad things, you shouldn't be afraid to try to get help. Even as bad as that sounds, I hate getting help from people. Mm-hmm. Like I hate, I, it's very rare that I like to reach out. I'd much rather have people reach out to me. And I think a lot of people are like that because who wants to admit there's something wrong? Right. Like you, you want to hope that somebody's going to at least look out for you. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason why people hurt themselves sometimes is because they don't realize that people care about them. So they just become more and more secluded and reclusive to the point where people aren't going to know about it if they're struggling. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I I don't know. I know a lot of people say this, but, like, it's true. Like, I feel like just overall, like, a, a way to look at life is, like, just to spread as much kindness as you can because you really – like a person can look like they're fine but like you have no clue like absolutely no clue what's going on in their life and like there has been stories that I heard where like some person just said one wrong thing to a person like that was the end you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and so I just feel like instead of saying negative things to someone like why don't you say kind things and that can be the reason why they didn't hurt themselves today you know what I mean and like I don't know, like, I was telling you yesterday, like, Dylan always says this to me, like, whenever I'm upset or whatever, but he'll always be, like, and I feel like it's it can be true for anybody, like, obviously there's, like, there's always a person that cares about you, if not mm-hmm. multiple, and, like, anyways, my boyfriend helps me whenever I'm feeling down, you know, I have a lot of moments like that, but I feel like it's, like, an important thing for everybody, but he tells me to... Like, if you could see how much you impact everybody else's lives and, like, if you could see, like, how happy you make everybody else and, like, I don't know, essentially just, like, how perfect you are in everybody else's eyes, like, he always tells me, like, I wish that you could see that, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's something that, like, everybody could focus on is, like, just accepting that, like, it's okay to, like, love yourself, too. Yeah. I feel like it's always important to, like, look for because I know that someone can act like they're so confident and when they... (laughs) 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 But at the end of the day, like, nobody's as confident as they want to be, I feel like. So I feel like if you could... I don't know. I just feel like that's... Why are you laughing at me? No, I'm laughing because I'm thinking about me, too. But um, I I think you're absolutely right. Something that people never really understand is how much they impact others. Mm-hmm. And not everybody shows that, especially now whenever we seem so disconnected. Right. But the biggest thing is to understand that you have an effect on certain people. It's whenever somebody says your name or looks at you and you know that they at least know who you are and they know you exist and they want to get to know you, stuff like that. It's not something simple as a friendly conversation. You don't know how that's going to affect a person. And I think as long as people stay open-minded to people, that's the biggest thing to help each other. Right. Just have a better understanding of each other. Oh, man. Can you want to guess how far we're into this thing? 53 minutes. Ooh, you are off by approximately five minutes. Uh, six minutes, actually. Oh, so we're higher than 50? We're lower. We're 47. Yeah, like I was able to ask you that one question that you, you didn't want to talk about, like that probably would have put us at the 53. <laughs> no, but that's all right. Um, 
So, a brief recap. She's smart. She doesn't like people to know that. She's Catholic. She's touchy about being Catholic. Um, she likes her parents, Donna and Dave, and her boyfriend, Dylan. They're all good people. I've met Donna and Dave and briefly met Dylan over FaceTime. Uh, Donna gave me a Starbucks gift card, so it's obviously hard for me to dislike Donna. Dave gave him a firm handshake. Yes, looked me in the eye. Uh, Yep, the first time I met Dave was after I went to Walmart with you the night before because there was apparently a trafficking ring happening at the Walmart, which yeah, that's pretty suspect. Yeah. That is incredible. You, you never know when stuff like that's going to happen. Right. But, um, yep, met your dad, cool guy. Met your mom, cool lady. Met Dylan, cool guy. <laughs> trying to think. You met my parents very briefly at one point. Yeah. We both agree my dad's a handsome man. He is a handsome uh, man. My mother's very pretty, but I don't think you remember my mother as well. My mother doesn't talk as much usually. I don't remember her as much, but I'm sure she's very pretty. Yep, I, I think so. My parents are attractive, so that's where I get it all from, just if anybody, any of the listeners are wondering. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess this ending segment here, I just want to elaborate on being happy. I want everybody to pursue what m makes them happy. I think everybody gets lost in the daily shuffle. I think this is how I'm going to end the majority of my podcast is just saying that no matter how old, how whatever that you don't like about yourself that you are, it's never too late to make a solid attempt in being happy. Am I wrong? No. Exactly. <laughs> so if Melanie agrees, I'm obviously right. Yeah. But that being said... I hope everybody enjoyed this episode as often as I got up to turn off and on the lights and how many times I spaced on asking Melanie a question, but hopefully that was all right. Melanie, did you have a good time? I did. Do you think you should have been as nervous as you were? Um, I feel like it's a good thing to be nervous sometimes. Being nervous keeps you on your toes. Yeah. But was it as bad as you thought it was going to be? No. Well, that's good. So was it enjoyable? That's the real question. Yes. Then that's all that matters. Kept me from writing some papers. That's what I'm all about. Procrastination at its finest, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. So, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else you want to say to the listeners before they tune out? Um, thanks for watching. Ah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, yep. Thanks for, for listening, li listening, I guess. I don't have a or camera yet. We're not that technically equipped yet. But I do want to thank everybody for listening. I hope everybody made it to this part of the podcast. Uh, Mom, thanks for listening. Dad, thank you for listening, but just because they're my faithful listeners. Uh, hopefully everybody enjoyed this. I'm going to keep doing this more and more. I'm going to have my own personal show sometime within the week, I think, just to give another brief layout of what I've been thinking lately. I don't want this to turn into an audio journal because that would be kind of weird for everybody listening. But also I think... Not everybody quite knows me too well that's listening to this podcast. So I think it would help you guys get a better understanding of who I am. I said that before, but I tried to record it on my home laptop, and it sounded like I was talking into a baked potato. So the sound quality was just that good. Big sad. So we're not going to do that. But that all being said, I want to thank you all for listening. Melanie, I want to thank you for being here. Anytime. Gucci gang. All right. Everybody pursue that happiness. It's never too late. All right, this has been, I think, the sixth episode. All right, peace, guys. Peace, 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 peace.